Hey everybody, Karenzina here. I am a marriage and family therapist pursuing my doctoral degree in behavioral health. Hi everyone, it's Chevy and I am Karenzina's older sister. Um, I am an administrative supervisor, also in behavioral health as well. Um, so this is Period Sis. It's the podcast that covers everyday life from mental health, spirituality, sexuality, and a whole lot of other issues. A, other a whole lot. Whole Get, lot. Hang in there. Hey guys. Hey girl. What's going on? Nothing much. How y'all doing out there? Well, I'm doing good. Just ready and excited because it feels like we missed out on some things or something. I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. You know, these times got us feeling real weird. But right. why don't you tell them what we're talking about today? I'm excited. All right, guys. So today we're going to be talking about the big old thing about the kids going back to school. Um, we're also going to talk about <laughs> the tea with sexuality and music. So y'all know we have to give y'all a little bit of um, entertainment as far as the entertainment industry, along with some real topics. Yep. All right. So where do we start? We're going to save the the talk about, you know, sexuality and stuff for the end. But I feel like it is important to talk about, um, you know, unemployment and this new, oh my gosh, this Agent Orange. I don't care how you guys feel about politics. You're going to know how I feel regardless. I don't like right. our current government. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Right. <laughs> In case yes. you haven't picked up on that already. Yeah, we definitely got to talk about this. So let's dive into this unemployment stuff. And I'm going to say this because as a person that's in a really essential field okay we all know there is no such thing if the world shut down people still need mental health medication people still need mental health treatment people still need therapy matter of fact they need it more now than ever have before so let's talk about how we are exposing ourselves putting ourselves at risk and if you're talking about community mental health Oh my gosh, like you, you, you opening up a field to say, we, y'all, we can't shut down. We can't close. People have injections that they have to come get once every four weeks. Some people do once every eight weeks, once every six weeks, but they have to come into the clinic for that. So yes, I'm putting my life on the line for exposure and you sitting at home. Here's the problem that I have. I don't have an issue with people that were working receiving unemployment because now they can't work because their job is not considered essential however comma period (laughs) what i'm finding is that they're approving people that weren't even working prior to the damn uh, pandemic this is true because they had all kinds of stipulations and things in place now like people who were gig workers right before the pandemic now they get it which I mean they were working so I guess that doesn't really apply to what you're talking about I get frustrated as well and I know what you're talking about with community mental health because I was in the trenches anybody who's worked in healthcare 
or mm-hmm. in community health in any kind of way knows how knows the trenches of community health yes period even if you at a doctor's office that works on a sliding scale right. you know what i mean you know how it is you know the feeling you're damn overworked and underpaid period always <laughs> always but you have that you have to love what you do to stick around for it. Like, it's, it's definitely not something that you would just consider a job. It, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's got to be a career choice for you. And it has to be more than, you know, You first of all, you have to have empathy. And you have to have sympathy. But y'all, this is a time where people are relapsing. People are reverting back to old ways. People anxiety is out the roof. They don't know what's gonna happen. People are hopeless. They just don't know if this will ever be over. And you know, we have to be there for these people. But just to get back on the unemployment, like y'all. All right, this all a bitch asking for. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just want to know. Can we at least get a cut on our taxes that we paying? If y'all can sit around and give these people an additional four to six hundred dollars however much extra they getting half of these people wasn't making this kind of money prior to the pandemic see okay and that's where my that's issue, what i have an issue that's with. where my issue comes in is because i i get what you're saying too but at the same time people you're right they're making more than they were when they were employed, which is a Y'all, problem. Y'all, they making to more me. than me, and I am employed. That's a problem. I That's think we need issue. to be paying people working wages, livable wages. They shouldn't be making more right. unemployment than they would if they were employed. Right, right. So yes, but the, the, the whole people that's still going to work, we ain't getting Jack Diddley. All we getting is, oh well, hope you don't get Corona. Wear a mask. Right. There's. I think there's some companies. There's who no are doing incentive. I, I think there are some, but maybe not the ones we're working for. I can't speak for everybody, but you know, you mentioned the taxes thing, right? Or, you know, yes. So I heard that they were supposed to be doing something with that this time around because they didn't do it before, but like they they haven't passed nothing yet. Well, that's where another like sort of double edged sword comes in. If I'm not mistaken, now I could be wrong, but I've read a little bit. You know, the president signed the whole bill it's still pretty sure well supposedly he went over them right yes. he went over congress though like he he decided because what i last read was that he decided to not end the unemployment but to scale back so from an additional 600 he's doing the 400 and then also giving a tax cut to taxpayers that are you know ex- that that are still working like because it's, it's just not fair Yes, but I don't know, and this might be completely different. I don't know if that tax cut is coming from like social security or those things that people like our grandparents rely on, which is a problem because social security is so that would be a major problem, exactly. Because you know, my grandparents they only get social security, and if you're talking, you're talking somebody like my grandmother who has always worked a cash paying job never really had a job that pulled social security basically she only qualified because my grandfather did work so that's the reason why she get the little bit she get but baby if if something ever happened to my papa she wouldn't be able to live off that little money that's just like you know it's not enough to live but then y'all y'all it's still elderly people that didn't even get a stimulus yep yep um these people ain't got no money 
on my dad's Y'all side. don't give him food stamps, no nothing. No, nothing. Girl, when it's I sold the stamps one time, I got like 28 bucks. Do you have some older <laughs> people out here getting like $13, $14? What are they supposed to do? Y'all, you <laughs> cannot get a gallon of milk for $14 no more, okay? No. I'm just saying. Like, what you... And, and, and this is what baffles me because I'm all about getting off of the welfare, you know, the government assistance, whatever. Right. However... I do feel that working people, there should be some type of incentive. Y'all, it's no, it, it doesn't make sense. Yes, okay, I could be a person that's making $22 an hour, right? But if I got three kids and I'm making $22 an hour, there's no way I'm able to fund my home to buy the necessities that my children need to um have a vehicle to get back and forth to work god forbid if i got a car note lord let's not talk about a mortgage and you got house insurance and all this other stuff by the time you finish how your kids how you and them kids gonna eat right i definitely think there needs to be like you know people have talked about essential worker pay or hero pay or something like that um, because I do think we are on the front lines right now. I'm not seeing clients in, you know, like physically, but that doesn't mm-hmm. change the fact that I am still there for people constantly, you know, like I don't get a break. Right. I do work in mental health. Right. So people are constantly needing referrals and services. And, and then mm-hmm. I have to hold that with my clients and then try to hold myself together and hmm. you know you got to get your own therapy and then you got to pay for right. that so there's definitely a lot that right. goes into something like this situation absolutely and then let's not talk about this little little p-e-b-t that they decided <laughs> to give us but then you turn around on the flip side and y'all should see all right let's let's get into the school stuff okay because y'all should see the meals that they have prepared because they didn't want to do the whole PEBT thing for the, basically everybody is allowing their kids to do virtual um, with the exception of those who just have to send their children to school. Um, Y'all should see what these schools, it is a dang on disgrace, what they are preparing for these kids talking about a lunch. What it look like, And I know hell what, girl. So you know how, you know, I used to love the little Mac rib looking things at school. <laughs> yeah, those like I used to love ribs. them. Like if they, <laughs> yeah, like if they had the Mac rib patties, I was excited. I'm like, okay, like there was a few things that I that was my favorite. When we had chicken nuggets and macaroni and cheese, that was my favorite. When we had red beans and rice, it was good. <laughs> yeah, because but we had actual cooks. We didn't have this stuff that they having nowadays, which they're considering healthy. This shit is nasty. I have seen it. My kids won't eat it. They come home starving because they <laughs> they ain't eat at school, y'all. It's sad. It's sad. So, anywho, they posting, you know, parents are posting, you know, they go and pick up the lunches. They give you, they basically tell you on Monday, you can come pick up your lunch for your child for the rest of the week, which includes breakfast and lunch, okay? okay? Y'all, one of the meals was some baked beans with the um rib the like mac rib uh patty and a hot dog bun <laughs> do you hear me a hot dog not bun. even you a sub bun me... a po' boy bun 
you couldn't even give me i'd rather you give me two loaves two slices of bread than to give me <laughs> a hot dog bun with a mac rib what that's gonna do for me what what y'all how is that balanced because first of all there was no veggies you if you're talking about a nutritious meal that's unacceptable to be given to anybody's child i i mean it's some stuff i wouldn't even give to I wouldn't even say he'll take this giving to a homeless person, y'all. Come on, man. <laughs> so, Come on. I totally get that. But I guess for me, speaking from having seen like people, especially, you know, because I've been overseas, people struggling for, to eat. Some people might really enjoy that. Not saying that it's healthy or, or anything like that, but. You know, like, for instance, in Louisiana, I know there are some very rural areas. I know there are some people who are literally in poverty. So even Uh that little meal that sucks in some ways probably gets a kid at least from being hungry for the night. I absolutely 100% agree. I I do. I wholeheartedly agree. And, you know, that's why I've had to block so many people's opinions on people sending their kids to school y'all never know what anybody's situation may be you never know if what if somebody don't have enough to pay their lights at their house okay what if somebody don't have enough to pay to have running water at their home they got a disconnect notice you know people live check to check sometimes you make just enough but not enough to get food stamps you know what i'm saying you make just enough but you still living check to check with those other expenses that you have, right? And then on the flip side, what they doing was, what they said was some of the schools was providing the little Wi-Fi's because not everybody had Wi-Fi. Okay. Like if I was scared to send my child to school, how do you know I have Wi-Fi in my house? How do you know I even have lights? So for those parents that had to, I get it. No judgment here. But if you are a parent that is capable okay of being at home with your child please keep your kids safe because what what i'm seeing is that the teachers the students not even in the school systems yet like you have some schools that have started back but some haven't there are outbreaks and this is within the teachers now i don't know how true it is with the confirmed cases because what i'm hearing is that the teachers are doing this because they don't want to do it at schools like they're feeling like if we if we doing virtual, why we got to be at the school? Why we can't do virtual in our, in, the, in the convenience of our own home, right? I mean, that's a point. Which I get it. I, yes, it is a very valid point because at the same time, the kids ain't coming in the classroom, right? So why do I need to be in the classroom? And now you having meetings at school, and I'm getting exposed because I got to go in this meeting with 14 other administrators or 14 other people. And then one person come in contact with it, or one person have a confirmed case and they come in contact. Now everybody got to go out for 14 days. Y'all, it is happening. It is happening as we speak that when these kids are going back to these schools, y'all, since school started, at least 10 parishes have been affected to where the children have had to quarantine and the teachers for at least 14 days. This just started last week y'all schools just took back in and this is what's happening yep and i knew it was gonna happen but the the scary part is is what about the high schools because what about those teachers that have five different classes with 20 or 30 students in each class yep 
It's a reality. You telling me a hundred and but but then y'all still wanna monitor attendance. How the hell you gonna monitor attendance in COVID? Because if what if what if I just don't feel like sending my kid to school for 14 days? Cause he told me that Johnny was in the class coughing, like he done lost his everything, but he ain't running no fever. So they still let him come to school. Because here's what we finding out, and even at my job, you don't. If you're not displaying symptoms, you can still come to work. But a fever alone is not enough to tell somebody that they sick. Right. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, if somebody coughs more than three times, I need you to go home. <laughs> that reminds me if of If you ain't just drink board. some water and you choking, yeah, <laughs> like, if you if you ain't do something to, to, to make you start choking, then you know I, no if you just randomly coughing no you got three coughs and you out of here <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be the karen that's gonna tell you sis it's time for you to go that's I'm not sorry. fair you have to that's go not home. fair for people like me who have allergies that be sneezing and get a dry throat <laughs> you better make sure you take a third step in the morning before you that come to my work. clinic that does not work for me man <laughs> I still be sniffling. I be scared to sneeze now. I'm like, uh-uh, I promise y'all it ain't corona. I promise it's just my allergy. Y'all, everything is corona now. Like, <laughs> you can't even look like you about to rub your nose, like you about to sneeze, like you about to do anything. Everybody gets looking at you crazy, and it's it's so weird, but it's so funny because I am that person. Like, somebody cough in the store, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> let me scoot the other way. <laughs> so tell tell me more about this. Um, oh gosh, I know it's with FMLA, but I can't remember the other letters. Okay, so it's FFCRA. FFCRA. So what that is was the federal administration pushed out a protection policy to cover people in need of COVID-related stuff that protects your job. So just in the instance that how you would do FMLA, like if you had a medical condition or what have you, so there's stipulations around these um, that using FFCRA because I work for the state. So it is agency, um, like the agency basically gets the decision if they want to participate, which I don't understand because if something is federal, I don't get, I don't get how they can choose if they want to participate in this whole thing, I just don't know. You know, I don't know. Yeah. But that's what that's what they left it up to for state employees. Now, private sectors, I'm not so much 100% sure. But what it does is it pays you up to 80 hours. You don't have to use it all at once. Um, and it pays you, let's say, if, if you're having issues with child care um, due to COVID-related things or um, if you're taking care of somebody that may have been affected by the virus if you have been affected by the virus and let's say your job doesn't have any protection for you or you scared because you just started a job and you sick now it protects your job and it pays you for up to 80 hours and that's only if your job opts into it and it has to be what like 500 or less employees for these companies that can do it right yes so if it's like a major corporation, which I think is why the state has chosen to opt out, but it's certain it's certain entities. Like my entity is gonna be considered LDH, which is um 
the Department of uh, Health and Hospitals, right? Okay. So, um, like one agency in LDH is participating in it, whereas one agency in LDH is not. I don't know how this stuff works, y'all. Oh. This is, is absolutely crazy. It's up to the directors of each company. Hmm. Even though we're all one. Like, it's crazy because I used to work for DOE. They're letting their employees use it. Okay, so I, I, I'm, I, I don't... I don't know. I don't know. But yes. I promise I had questions. I promise <laughs> I'd have asked civil service. I done went over my people head and asked. I'm like, why we can't use this? Because I was that parent that was struggling, trying to figure out, oh my God, like my kid daycare had closed down because of COVID. Well, I'm sorry, because they went back to phase one and they couldn't do it with the amount of numbers that they had. They couldn't social distance. Mm-hmm. So they closed down and I'm like, how am I going to get to work? What am I going to do? And yes, I did have the option to work from home. But y'all, working from home is not always easier. Not okay, when you I have promise. a kid. <laughs> no, it's not. Because they don't understand that you are working. You're not just sitting here to play with them all day. Like, literally. And if it's like my job, y'all, we have this thing called teams. And they ding, 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 ding all day if you don't answer then guess what happened they start calling your cell phone don't call my phone because the state don't pay my bills oh y'all got microsoft teams yes we have teams Ooh, microsoft teams we done started that we were using skype now oh. it's teams i'm like oh no Girl, they don't have my they don't have is. my phone number they might have my google voice number but then i just you know i don't gotta answer that <laughs> It is ding, 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 ding. Like, I'm telling you, it's constant. It's it's no way. It was easier for me to be in the office. So I opted to continue to work in my office. It was a lot of work. And, you know, as a supervisor, it's a lot of paperwork. It's a whole lot of stuff that just benefits you best to be in the office. And I didn't have a problem going into the office because, of course, clients weren't coming in the office. Um besides that one day a week and it may be like six to seven clients that may come in that one day um but they're not all coming in together it's one at a time we keep them in a designated area you know we we social distance from them we make them put on a mask we make them do this uh hand sanitizer whatever and of course they have the right to refuse and if you refuse we can refuse it's the same old thing if you refuse to wear a mask you refuse to you know, put some sanitizer on your hands. Yeah, they got some nasty people out here in this world, okay? <laughs> oh, but if you refuse, then we can refuse. Sorry, I know you need your stuff, but we, I'm going to need you to comply with our regulations. Like, it is mandatory. We have a mask mandate. You're not even supposed to step outside of your car into a parking lot without a mask on. Oof, and then walk back to the car when you forgot your mask. I ain't gonna lie, it probably makes me more mad than wearing a mask in the first place. I'd be oh like, oh, it's too hot out here. I get out the car. This is this is what happened to me the other day. I get out the car at the pharmacy, go in, I'm walking in, and I'm like, damn, I ain't got my mask on. I had to walk all the way back, mind you. The pharmacy was full, so I had to go all the way back to my car and then go all the way back. I'm like, man, I just want, y'all, I really wanted to get in the car and just go sit in the drive-thru, but the line was so long. But it's, I'm telling y'all, it's crazy. And, you know, I'm kind of getting used to it now. I think the kids getting used to it, mm-hmm. um, to wearing the mask and stuff like that. It's not, it, it doesn't really bother me as much as it used to. 
But the problem that I have is how much protection is it really offering? I think it depends. That's what I want to know. You know, there's no set number because everyone's going to wear different masks. Some are better than others. Some people are wearing theirs correctly. Some aren't. But the point is, it still helps <laughs> in some ways, you know, more than just having none at all. Y'all, why people wear their masks under their nose? Well, Somebody tell me. Somebody. Anybody makes sense. I can speak why. for the people who wear glasses because, you know, our parents wear glasses. Well, it falls. They swear it falls. I'm like, bro, get it together. It'll be okay. <laughs> get you some. They have some scuba diving stuff, y'all. That we use to rub in the mask so they don't fog up when you scuba dive and get you some of that and put it on your glasses. Well, they said you could put toothpaste. Like you can take, um, you can clean your glasses with a film of toothpaste, which coats the glasses, which keeps them from fogging. So in case people didn't know, toothpaste is a hack to keep <laughs> do, your glasses Do it from at fogging. your own risk. We are not responsible at if your, your glasses risk. end up with a scratch because she told you to put toothpaste on it. Well, damn, I don't know what kind of toothpaste you're using this to scratch up your lens, but... I don't know, you know. Gotta get to that, gotta get that enamel clean, you know, get the stuff off your teeth. Might have some grit in it. I don't know what these people using out here. Okay, y'all, don't use, don't use no toothpaste with no sharps in it, okay? Please, I don't, I don't know what she's talking about, but y'all don't use that kind of toothpaste. Maybe some natural charcoal toothpaste or something. <laughs> Maybe get go get some sensitive, please go get some sensitive to play. <laughs> you know what? For just a second, speaking of natural, I y'all, I tried some deodorant, some natural deodorant. Uh-uh. Oh, it smells amazing! But let me tell y'all, I got in the heat today for two minutes and I was sweating uh-uh. like a stripper in church. I say, Nope, I need the aluminum, I need the non natural <laughs> stuff because this, this is not it. Places. Did you get musty? No, I didn't get musty, but I swear I felt oh. so nasty and sweaty. I was like, ew, I feel like I just been So you think gym. it produced more sweat? Yes, and I don't understand. I'm like, now I don't sweat this much unless I'm exercising. <laughs> it was nasty. <laughs> so back to the drawing board. Like a stripper in church. Oh, Lord. Yeah, me. you know. There's some holes oh in God. this house. There's some holes in this house. <laughs> Oh, let's get into this tea, baby. That was actually that was nice the way it led into that. That was unintentional, by the way. Yes, y'all. <laughs> y'all I don't understand what is the big. Dip. Okay, first off, let me say this: the women today that are in music, they just not scared to be who they want to be. Nope. And let me tell you something: I'm okay with you being freaky. I'm okay with you doing. The men do it. They could talk about suck this, do this, let me do this. I'm going to eat the booty. I'm going to do this. So why a woman can't say how she feels sexually in a song and she got to be labeled nasty? Girl, because I feel like when it comes to women being empowered and talking about like, you know, themselves and what they have to offer, it's a problem because men no longer control the narrative. Correct. Like, but why we got to be a hoe though? Because we saying we got a weird ass pussy, or why we got to be a hoe? Because we saying I like it. I like for you to put it right here and do this and do that. Why? Why does that make me a hoe, girl? It doesn't. In my book, it just makes you more sexually free. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I admire right. women who own their sexuality. I'm just like, get hmm. you, girl. Do you? That's your business. Right. <laughs> if I want to tell you. 
to shoot across my face. That's me. That's on me. Like that's on me and my body. Like that is what I want you to do. And that doesn't necessarily mean that she's talking about every man that she dealing with. She could have one man that she's been dealing with for 10 years. And that's the type of freaky stuff that they like to do. Who knows? And who really cares? Because you know what? Sex sells. It has been. That's why porno is such a lucrative industry. I ain't gonna lie. I never said I'd make a porno, but I would definitely like shoot one and be like the director Mm -hmm. or sell sex toys. You know, that's a million dollar industry. It's a billion dollar industry. That could have been the best thing Candy ever came up with. And her stuff is expensive. And guess what? It don't matter because it sells. And it's good quality and it's gonna sell. Wait, you speaking you you speaking like you know something. You speaking for a friend or you speaking from experience? Experience. <laughs> Candy's products are good. They work, they are very high. Uh, um we can we can talk about sex toys now because there are a few brands out there that are, are better than others. Um there used to be one that used to be out for a long time, which was Doc's. Um, and Doc kind of then phased out with all the other stuff that kind of came out with the new technology, like Lilo or whatever. Um, oh, I know that. You have, I know yes, Lilo is very good, very expensive as well. Um, you have Candy's line, which is really good, and it's one more I can't think of the name of it right now. Um, but y'all, I'm talking like six toys that goes up in a two, two, three hundreds. And they <laughs> making these damn sex mannequin things like these four to five thousand dollar dolls that look like whatever you want them to look like that have real holes and real things on them like people, y'all. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Wait. wait. So somebody's paying paying for four to five thousand for a doll, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just be honest. You know, to what? get your sex doll created how you want it to be, they make males and females. Mm-hmm. They make it with a certain size penis. They make it with balls. They make the females with titties that feel real. You can touch them. The nipples get hard. Wait, it's like no. the way my student yes. loans is looking. I will be one of those dolls. We just we you can't do anal though. We I'm gonna draw a line at that. Like no, but I will lay yeah. there like a little blow up doll. I do my hair. You know how you want me to look for four five thousand. You can create whatever you want, and that's the starting price. Okay, they God, go dude. all the way up into the tens and twenty thousands. This is a industry that somebody smart decided to come up with, and you can make whatever you want. You can make her look like whatever you want. Let's say, let's say you you got a fetish with a person that looks a certain way, but then you you like one of these people that's really psychosocial, or you you have an issue and you don't really go nowhere, so you're never gonna meet that person that you always dream about. You can pay for that person. Oh Lord, girl, you trying to tell me I'm gonna have to buy a and they to marry? It's like a robot. They you you can talk to it. I, I've seen that. It's creepy. It is oh. creepy. It's like a a, a dang on Chucky doll. I mean, can you imagine? Oh, daddy, right there. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, yes, I love it. <laughs> Come on, man. Do it harder. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> I took it too far. <laughs> We laughing, but y'all, this is this is real. Like people are really paying for this type of stuff. Like, who got ten thousand dollars to spend on a damn sex doll? I mean, I prefer. Listen, 
I prefer you do a six out than to be out here raping or hitting people upside the head well, for some coochie. That's true. That is very true. Please don't do that. Um, like, we don't condone get you that. All. We condone no. violence, but only if it's um, consensual, you know? Right. Like right. a little bit of choking here. Well, what who, smacking who, who a violence baby. is consensual? Oh, okay. Sexual. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you want to role play those weird <laughs> scenarios, rape fantasy, which is weird to me, but you know, whatever. That's your thing. As long as it's consensual. No. Don't 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 rape me now. Cause you know, some people have had trauma that happened and you know it might be a trigger. People might have a flashback. Well, I agree, but you watch know, people it. who indulge in that or people who purposely want it. I don't know why. Maybe it is from trauma, or maybe you just, you know, super, super well, kinky. I mean, I don't know. I think you have people that are really into pleasing their partners. So let me say that. Let me say it may be some things that I absolutely may not be okay with, but I would do it because my man wants to do it. And if I'm the type of person that I always feel like what you want to do, somebody else will. And I'll never want to have the opportunity to let another bitch have a one up on me or let somebody else say, oh, well, she didn't want to. L- she didn't want to do the cream pie, so he went oh. to her do. He went did it to her. Oh, you know, like no, I, I no. Okay, you can cream pie me. I, I mean, whatever. <laughs> See, I gotta, I gotta draw the limit at some things, though. Like I said, I'm not. I would. I'm not. I have nothing. It is a limit. I'm all right. So no, anal is not something I don't think I'll ever do. Husband, boyfriend, I don't care who it is. I just don't see foresee myself doing that because. You know that that is a hole that is that is very small, and it you know stuff comes out. Ain't that supposed to go yeah, in? Yeah, but me. let's say this: you saying it because you haven't really experienced it. So, so let me say this. All right, I, I okay, I have <laughs> tried it, but I can't take it. Okay, so you know, to each his own. I know somebody that say. Once they got it like that, they got it, and they never wanted to do it vaginally again. Oh, so it was like the sensations is amazing. Is this is that, and I'm like, how did you even get to that point? Because I'm I'm the person that like you hitting it from the back and you slip up and you go to the wrong side, and I'm like, wait a minute, now the whole mood is ruined. I don't even want to do it anymore. <laughs> it's my <laughs> understanding that it's lots of training, you know, like. Uh, yes, it you know. is. It's it's like you. It's not just one day. You just gonna shove it in there. And y'all just gonna be doing. Well, it. No, it takes it takes training. It absolutely does. Everybody that I know have said they've done things to work their way up to that point. Like it's not just a one one time. Bang bang, we done. <laughs> bang bang bang. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. No. But let's get back to Megan Cardi, okay? Yes. Because. My girls, I love them. I think they're all about women's empowerment, especially Megan. Like, love them both. uh, When my bestie put me on Megan, because before she was all mainstream, my best friend, y'all, she told me about her when you know Tina Snow when she was still underground, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna listen to this chick. And then I started listening. I was like, oh, I like her. Wait a minute. And then she started to get bigger and bigger. And now here we are where she's more mainstream. And I still love Mm -hmm. her. Absolutely. I love Meg. Meg is so confident. Meg is not fake. She's so real. And you can feel her realness through 
her personality. You can feel her realness through her music, you know, like this is just who she is. She don't care if you like it or not. This is who she is. Yes. And I applaud <laughs> her for that, you know, and what's wrong? Because nobody was fussing with Lil' Kim was talking about sucking dick and being nasty. Nobody was fussing when Trina was talking about, you know, um, all this different stuff that she talked about back in the day. So I'm trying to understand why now does everything have to be so sugar-coated and be like, oh, my God, did you hear that? Like, did you hear the name of that song? Did you see that video? Like, okay, I, I don't I don't understand it either. And I don't like if someone truly doesn't like the song because they just don't like the song, that's one thing. But if you don't like the song because of the lyrics or the dancing, then that's stupid. No, they mad because they got dry pussies. They mad because they shit shriveled up and it's dry. They can't sing about a wet ass pussy because they ain't got nothing. They got some raisins. That's what you trying to say. (laughs) They they got raisins, absolutely. Yo, I just get so annoyed, though, when, like, you have people who are talking about this and talking about, you know, women... like them you know cardi and megan and all those other ladies who are very like open even um oh gosh amber rose right because she was she's always been very open and but you know it's such a double standard because when you talk about like our freaking current president he talked about gra- grabbing him by the pussy and that's okay <laughs> he's still president but you don't see anybody talking about hey i mean you see people but you don't see the people who are mad about this song talking about, hey, let's get him out of office. No, they don't. Yeah, y'all, I had a whole discussion with somebody that claimed to say, you know, oh, that's so inappropriate for kids. What why is your kids listening why to Why would kid would listen to Megan? Period. What right. kid would listen to Cardi? Because these are lyrics that I still find a little like, oh damn, she said that. Girl, it's not offensive to me. I don't. I but it's like, like you teaching me some things. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm like, okay, come on with it, girl. But I, it's not nothing that I would listen to in the car with my kids. Right. Definitely not. Like, no. And you I gotta think, have boundaries. And that's that's what I was about to say. I think that's part of the problem too. Is you have people like. Your daughter shouldn't be looking up to these women. First of all, there are plenty of other people out there for your daughter hmm. to look up to. And there's nothing hmm. wrong with these women still in that sense. Like, you know, hmm. Megan's going to school. Cardi B went from being a stripper to having millions. Like, she got it out the mud. These women are people who have Oh, my God. Do nothing. you remember her on Love and Hip Hop when she yes. first started? The girl was so wild and reckless. But I followed her and I was like, man, the girl got talent. I just, you know, you watch so many people try to come up on these shows on Love and Hip Hop or they upcoming artists. I never would have thought Cardi would be where she is up until the point when I did watch that last episode before I, maybe this was like Love and Hip Hop, Atlanta season, I don't know, maybe six or five or something Mm -hmm. like that, whatever. And I seen her rap and I was like, oh my God, she is spitting. And I was like, this girl, because she, you know, she, they, they display so much of negativity from her. It was never right. about her actual talent. And that's the one thing I don't agree with when it comes to reality TV. It, they, they make everything seem so negative coming from these people, you know? And 
it did nothing about that ever displayed her raw talent until that one episode. I'm like, oh my goodness, she got that flow. And baby, from then on, I knew it. I said, oh baby, it's gonna take one good person to listen to her and it's gonna be over with. Right. And sure enough, that's how it was. She went from ass shaking and I heard she was making money on the ass shaking too. I believe so guess what? If you making money that way and you decide you want to do better, do it. Right. I mean, it's just like, you know, men in particular. I mean, there are definitely some prudish women. But if we talk about it from the double standard point of view, right? Men are getting mm-hmm. mad because women are now like charging for these things and like sexually empowered right. like only fans you got people on there talking about baby you know that's not a hustle you forget you a prostitute and sex work is still real work at least they making money hmm. for it and not just popping hmm. it for pimp for free hmm. Hmm. like that's just baby, stupid to me best believe a long time ago my mama said as long as you got a pussy you should never be broke of course you do okay. <laughs> I believe you for sure never <laughs> It's so just, I don't know what y'all ugh. hoes out there doing that ain't getting it. You know, if you're giving it away, you ain't got nothing to show for it. I feel sorry for you, sis, because you need to you need to go back to the you need to go back to the drawing board and and, and make some reversals, make some changes. I just even if I'm speaking for the women, right, who are very much like turned off by that. Okay, that's fine mm-hmm. if you want to be, you know, completely covered up and modest. That's your business, but you shouldn't judge someone because of their sexuality and how they feel right. and how they present themselves because that is their business. Right. You know, like maybe if I had to add, see the Lord knew what to do. He <laughs> knew who to get his stuff to. Because I promise you, if the Lord would have gave me just enough to make it clap, I'd be around here clapping all day. Y'all would maybe tell me nothing. Okay. <laughs> if I ever get this money right to get this surgery. Y'all still ain't gonna be able to tell me that because I don't want no um I don't want no implants or nothing, but you best believe I sure will get a transfer. <laughs> would I get the fat sucked out of every piece of meat in my body that got extra fat to it and get it all pushed into my butt? You wouldn't be able to tell me nothing. Sis, hmm. you know I don't really have a big old booty, but I sure shake it like I do. <laughs> like I got a hmm. big one. Hmm. I'm telling y'all, the Lord knew. He knew not. He knew not to give it to me. <laughs> he knew. He knew. I am so tickled, man. Cause I'm all about it, you know. Like if, if you know, I I find that I I I love. Oh, it's one more person I want to talk about. Let's talk about Miss Mulatto. Oh because, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I was, you know, I I was a fan of hers, watching her come up on the rap game. And from the rap game, this girl was like, she was skilled back then. I'm like, man, she she a little too hot for for this show, you know. She like she she been had the spit, she been had the talent. I'm like, I don't know, you know. She was literally shitting on the other contestants that was on that season with her, and I was like, mm, I knew she was gonna win from the beginning. Because it was not so much that they could critique on her. She had the swag. She had the outfits. She knew what she wanted to say. She was writing her own music. The girl was just talented from the beginning. Yeah. Right? So then what happens with Jermaine Dupree, whatever, because I thought that once they finished the rap game, they signed with So So Death, and they began this 
this thing. Well, she she didn't want to be a kid rapper. She wanted to be. I'm 18. I'm an adult. I want to rap about the stuff that 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 is me. Like I want to rap about what's me. Yeah. You know, and what was her was sexuality. So when she started making this music, y'all, she gives me life with no parole. You hear me? Like <laughs> I told you, Marcus, I told him, I said, hey, you need to listen to this song, whatever. And we watched the video. We actually looked at it on YouTube. We watched Nasty Nasty with Boosie. <laughs> and he was like, oh, my God, did you hear what she just said? Like, he had me, like, rewind that. Did you hear what she just said? And I'm like, I did hear what she said. Like, I I heard it, and I was like, I like it. Like, this is her. I really like it. And I, I, I don't think nothing is wrong, because she, if I had to give her somebody who she was today, she is like a modern day little Kim. I'm telling y'all, she just, she raw with it. She just don't care. It come out how it is. I love it. I'm all for it. I'm for, Carter don't care either, baby. Meg don't care either. Like, if I if I got to put my, my three, or if, y'all, if they had a concert and they tickets was $400, I'd pay that for 100 You and me cool. both be up in there with my booty shorts on. Girl, Jamarcus would be like, you ain't going nowhere. Who? And I'd be like, uh, she coming with me? <laughs> Hmm. Crop top heels, baby, all. everything. You talking about? You thought I ain't, I ain't have no heels that high? Okay, I'm gonna show you. <laughs> I can show you better than I can tell you, huh? I'm gonna have on the best wig I ever had. That's gonna be to my booty crack. I'm gonna have on some booty shorts that look like a thong. I'm gonna have baby who? Yes, I'm going ratchet. Yes, I'm gonna be all that. Because I love them. Like, I absolutely love them as artists, and I love who they are, and they always have been true to who they are. Carter is so raw. Like, the girl mouth is reckless, but I love her. But she, at the same time, these women, like, they're very smart, and when people, you know, talk about, like, their education levels, or how they, because of how they dance, and how they uh, present themselves, if you listen to these women, they are super educated. Even if they're they don't actually have degrees, they are still educated. They have knowledge. They speak their minds. Like you know what I'm saying? I just what's wrong with being? What I I don't understand what's wrong with shaking your ass. If you got ass to shake, shake it. Nothing. Who cares about what your degree level is? Because let me tell y'all one thing about this this girl right here: charisma. Charisma will charisma will. Smart talk your ass under the table and then turn around and pop it for pimp, okay? <laughs> I've always she don't mind. She always has since we was little. And I'm talking about nasty dancing, y'all used to be on the floor. You know, I used to hump, do the crybaby and stuff like that. Charisma used to dance so nasty, y'all. Like just <laughs> j- we used to call it jerking before it started before it was called twerking. So charisma used to jerk baby threw all her back into it rolling oh lord i just remember the days i'm telling you five years old she was hopping 
I used to be like, Mama, look at her. She, and my mommy used to think it was so funny. She used to think it was so funny. That charisma dance so nasty. Baby, you couldn't tell. You couldn't tell you nothing. You still can't tell me. I still much. can't. At all. Because I'd be like, I agree and all. What? <laughs> I, you, y'all know me. Well, okay, maybe y'all as an audience don't know me, but I'm one of those people who be like, I don't feel like wearing drawers. I'm not gonna wear drawers. Like y'all, the definition of bougetto, like the <laughs> definition. Like I have no so problem. I might be quiet, especially around my family. But I think I'm. I think I'm. Uh, I think I would surprise you guys. Quiet, y'all. She ain't quiet. <laughs> I don't know who she thinks she be fooling. She ain't quiet. Maybe she quiet around <laughs> some people, like mom on them. But she ain't quiet. Hell no, quiet ain't me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we went true. out. They came down here. We went out, and Jamarcus had never seen the side of Christmas. He was like, "When was this?" When <laughs> y'all came to Baton Rouge, and Dre like- got drunk that night. Remember? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh my God, y'all! We had so much fun. This night was so lit. Like everybody was just loose. Everybody was free. We had fun, and when I tell y'all, we literally danced the whole time the club wasn't super packed it was just enough people it was enough space for us to do what we wanted to do it was so good good. but it was (laughs) so enjoyable like when I tell you we had a blast everybody had a good time and everybody was damn wasted I don't know how everybody got home I can't even tell you I I really don't even know (laughs) this club was was like If you guys have seen Girls Trip, remember when Tiffany Haddish goes in and she's like, Oh, this is my tribe. It smells like what she said, Hennessy and Booty Hope. I don't remember. Hennessy and song. That's how that club was. But it was the best. It was the best. Like, I love a good ratchet fun. Like, that's just me. Yes, absolutely. So I saw a quote, you know, kind of as we wrap up, and I thought it was perfect. Uh Uh-huh. For you know the sort of the ending of this, it said, "Can we please normalize that you can be ratchet, feminine, cultured, aggressively about your business, emotionally healthy, and smart as fuck all at the same damn time?" Thank Amen. you, man. At the need that on a shirt. I need you to send me that link because I was so sport the shit out of it. Like, I, I like that's me. That's me. I love it. Yep, me too. I love it. I'll definitely send it to you. And, you know, speaking of sending stuff, you guys, we always end with telling you if you have questions, you have topics you want to talk about, you can always, if you have our uh, personal IGs, you can get in touch with us on there. We have our period sis um, Instagram. And then we have our email period with a T sis, the podcast at gmail.com. Yes, y'all get at us, please. We look forward to hearing y'all topics to discuss anything that you feel like you may want to, even if you want to come in and join as a guest. It might be something you want to talk about, get it off your chest. Let's go. We don't have a problem with that. We welcome all things. We want to talk about a lot of stuff. So thank y'all for joining us this week. Um we hope you all enjoyed the podcast this week. And we look forward to dropping y'all another one next week, girl. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye.